Hey guys, it's Jeff. Sorry for the lack of show for the past two weeks. There's just been a lot going on for the three of us. Uh, uh, Andrew and I both work full-time jobs. Parth has flight school, and we have other things like there was a leak in the house. So that was fun to deal with. Uh, but anyway, uh, for those of you still listening, thank you so much for your support. And thank you to all those new listeners who may or may not be listening still after our hiatus. Uh, we're going to do our best to get the show back on schedule for you guys starting next week. So, yeah, look forward to that. No promises, though, but uh, most likely we will. Anyway, here's the show for, I guess, the last two weeks. Sir, do you know why I pulled you over? No, it's because your intro sucks. Please step out onto the curbside. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curbside Podcast, the podcast where we talk about cars and everything to do with cars. My name is Jeff, I drive a 2004 Honda S2000, and I am your Taiwanese American Southern Californian. What's up everybody, my name is Part the Driver, 2016 M3, living up in Bay Area, Northern California. And I'm Andrew, I just woke up, uh... I drive a 2014 Evo 10 MR and a 2015 Subaru BRZ. We're finding it very difficult to find times to, you know, schedule to record the shows these days because all of our work schedules are kind of just everywhere. I hate work. <laughs> I hope no one from work listens to this, but help. <laughs> help. <laughs> Anyways, I posted... A clip onto our TikToker. It was that one clip we had from episode 38 where we were talking about... I think Andrew had just gotten his uh, his new wheels. What are they called again? Rota... My Rota Grids. The Rota Grids, yeah. I mean, my TE37. I was going to say, why are you saying <laughs> that, dude? <laughs> and you we were basically telling people how, you know, you shouldn't roast people for, like, getting, uh, getting reps instead of the, the original wheels and... And we posted that on uh, TikTok to you know to gauge people's opinions because which is TikTok that's where is, we gauge yes exactly yeah TikTok <laughs> is a good place for discussion and fiery conversation dude I'm gonna read off some of my favorite ones Julio Cortez sixty five says man's woke up and chose facts as his first language <laughs> <laughs> every day every day <laughs> that's all I know. Hey, give that man a shout out, Andrew. He's got your back, yes, dude. Straight up facts. <laughs> what, what was the top comment? I think the top comment was pretty funny. Uh, it was something like, "Hey, man, if you broke, just say so, dog." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? No, that wasn't the top comment, but it was uh, some guy commented, "If y'all broke, just say it, dog." Then, then people, you know, had a very long argument after that comment. This guy's like, you know, calling everyone poor, and other people are being like, you know, muddy management and stuff. It's like a lesson in economics in that Jesus. comment. Not that serious, people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that shit was hilarious, but also, chill out. I mean, I'll say it. I'm broke, dude. Yeah. 
I'm gonna spend three thousand dollars on some wheels. I got rent to pay. But my favorite comment is, "This sounds like a podcast for people that are on reps, lol." <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I bet. Okay, hold up. That guy probably has real TEs with some $80 tires from, uh, I was about to say Taco Bell. My bad. Bro, my my bad. His daughter can't afford to eat at McDonald's because his dad bought TE37s, okay? And he's roasting people who's got reps on her, dude. Got some cheap-ass all-seasons on your TEs. Fuck out of here. I got nice all-seasons on my uh, but there was a lot of comments who basically said, you know, reps are fine as long as you don't flex that they're real. Do you flex that they're real? No, I have a sticker that says Rota on my fucking <laughs> wheels. <laughs> I think my favorite thing that Andrew did was, with his wheel once was at one point he had a sticker on. He was going to put a sticker on it with the word Rota written in Sharpie. Yeah, I, did like, I wrote it with my right hand, which is my non-dominant hand. And so it looked all... Like a second grader wrote it. I thought that would have been funny. I might circle back on that one. You should do that, actually. That's a good yeah, one. You just own it, funny. you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they look at Rhoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, the other day, I was um, talking with Parth, because Parth has been searching on his uh, Ebays and stuff for mm-hmm. a wide-body charger or whatnot. And then in the meantime, I was in the, the background, like, goofing around instead of looking up chargers for him i was looking yeah, up challengers. he never helps me ever i ask him for help he doesn't fucking help me dude he looks up challengers instead i'm like that's not and then i stumbled upon the 50th anniversary edition of the scat pack wide body uh challenger in the gold rush color i don't like it nah dude you liked it dude remember I mean, I- I showed you pictures of it in like certain angles and certain lights, and you were like, okay, but like, Ooh, that's I don't sack. That hey, don't deny it right now, dude. Certain lights. Don't, don't be like, hey, man, now that Andrew's here, I'm going to deny everything I said. So Jeffrey looks dumb. Dodge is marking it up like crazy because it's a 50th anniversary. So it's one year. It's the 20th. 2020 they're still selling it right now but pretty soon like they're they're not gonna make them anymore and this color you there was probably i think i saw one dealership with this color and someone on ebay he listed it on ebay for seventy thousand dollars this car starts at i think 40 or 50 yeah i think in the future dodge enthusiasts this is the press color a press color if you can find the wide body 50th anniversary and if it's a manual, I think it's going to be uh, pr- quite the pricey car in the future. Uh, so I was thinking, what cars do you guys think? Cars on sale now, because I know we've done like something similar before. Cars that will be classics in the future. Cars on sale now. Because anything other than that is kind of too easy. Because we kind of know if things are going up in value already. The new GT3. But on sale now. <laughs> I mean, it will be. Okay, True. <laughs> But you say that about every generation GT3, though. I do, but at the same time, I think I think finally this one will be the last manual six-cylinder GT3. I think I'm pretty sure it has to be. There's no way Mm. they're gonna make another one. Couple couple rules about classic cars usually: a, they're they're relatively rare; b, they're interesting in some way. 
Okay, so because you don't find the GT3, I'm not saying I find oh, no, no, it no, interesting. I, I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just, I'm just laying down the, the... These are probably the two facts about future classics. Like, so I, I personally don't think the GT3 is probably as interesting, especially as the 50th uh-huh. anniversary, uh, the, the Challenger. Hmm. But Porsche people, like, literally their dicks are out every single time a GT3 comes out. So, <laughs> like... If this is the last one that's a manual six cylinder, it'll go up because there's enough Porsche yeah. people out there to just drive the price up. Is the GT3 rare? I mean, relatively. I, I know the GT3 to is the other 911s. I guess. Can you yeah. can you walk into a dealership and be like, I want a GT3, and they're like, Here you go. No. No. Unless it's used. This brings up another question: What cars are actually interesting on sale these days? Dude, see, this is the problem I'm having because <laughs> I literally for the last few months have been raving and ranting about how or ranting, not even raving. Ranting about how all the cars on sale right now are just garbage because they're not interesting. You know what? I'll say, like, I feel like we've been talking about American cars a lot, you know, these freaking past few weeks. Interesting cars. Yeah. And and I I really do think it's because they're the only, it's it's the only country making interesting cars these days. We got the Bronco, we got the Chargers, Challenger, the muscle cars, the whatnot. Corvettes. And maybe maybe also Italian cars, but Italian cars are always interesting. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I got another car. The the Hellcats. Maybe not the mm. current generation, but maybe the next one. Because remember Dodge CEO came out and said that the days of the Hemi, the six point two V eight are like limited. He said it yeah. himself. And he said the future is electrified and like lower like smaller displacement engines. And and on, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because I want one. If you go search up like on on car gurus for even let's say a 20 or let's even say 2019, 2018 non wide body uh, Hellcat Charger, right? There's yeah. less listings in the entire country for Hellcats than there are for M3s. Do you think the Demon will be a future classic? Yes, it's just because of the production numbers. Like for these yeah. companies, the the actual production numbers for the cars that like Hellcats, Demons. Red eyes, like shit like that. It's actually yeah. really low, and the need, the want for them are really high. Yeah. Mm. A yeah, charger. Often. Yeah, a charger Hellcat from 2017 has a better depreciation than the M3. Okay, so the the, 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 the charger, the demon, and the Hellcat. I feel like the Trackhawk is probably going to be a classic. Cause I think the Durango could be too, too. The, the, the Durango <laughs> Hellcat? Yeah. Do you think. Okay, this is going out of the American. Yeah, I don't want to talk about fucking Hellcats and fucking (laughs) all that shit. No more. I got... All right, continue. What what else is going up? There's nothing else. Is RS6 a VOT, do you think? I feel like that's That's interesting. Very. Yes. Yes. And it's going to be extremely rare because no one's going to buy it because it's bleeding expensive. But also demand, though. I feel like the demand is not enough. Maybe wagons will be cool 10 years from now. They won't be, dude. Americans just (laughs) will not let them be, be cool. It's interesting. It's 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 rare, but I don't yeah. think pe- the want is there. Some nobody will like relatively. It, the the demand is a like, lot less. Classic cars are a niche market in itself already. So I mean, like I yeah. don't think the demand has to be big within a small market. So yeah, I don't like think it's let, that hard. Let's say like they sold one one RS6 Avant in the U.S. Well, that's the, the, different. Then. To make it a, to make it a classic in the future, you just have to have five people that want it. I yeah, like. yeah. Well, that, that, like you said, that's different. All right, I got some polarizing ones that you guys are probably going to disagree with me, but you guys hate this car, the Yaris GR. 
I Nothing promise you, it's going to be a, a collector's <laughs> car. I promise you. Yeah. If you say so. It's, like, it's it's not in the U.S. market, but like outside of the that's U.S., what, people that was the are thing struggling I was to I was find like, one. <laughs> like, it's definitely not going to be a collector's one. car in the U.S. because we no, can't get the them anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are they low production numbers? I think so. Yeah. They're sold out. Okay, I'll, like you, I'll I'll give it that out of plausible. I'll, I'll say that. I'll, I'll give it that much. It's that could be the. What's the other one you have? Polestar One. I can see that. Actually, I, I agree with that, that one. I think they're pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty. They're cool. They're good looking. They're interesting. They're super they're rare. unique looking, and they're yeah. rare. They're rare as hell. They're rare. But will people in the future want it? It looks futuristic. Like I feel like this car in like five, ten years will still look kind of new because it looks so like futuristic. It just it. Like, people may forget about it. Who knows? Like it's, yeah, it, I think it people forgot re- about it already. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the the Fisker Karma. Mm. You know? that yeah. That's like... I don't think that's like becoming a future classic at all. It just kind of fell off the map. But it still is cool when you see one. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like relatively good looking, interesting, and rare, but... Nobody wants one. Yeah, I don't know if it's yeah. desirable, you know? Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe we have to yeah. add that to the list. Desirable. Interesting and rare, desirable. I was going to say the new Hummer, but it's not on sale yet. Caymans, GT4s. Caymans. Depends how many they make. Because yeah. remember it when like the first... They're supposed to make that one run, right? Yeah, the first Cayman GT4 came out, sold out. We're not going to make any more. And they made more. Prices shot up. And then they made more and prices tanked. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Depends on depends on rarity. Yeah, but Porsche would be stupid not to make more of them because they're, they're great cars. Any any current Japanese cars? NSX, the Type R, I think you still it's still hard to find one. Yeah, it's still hard to find one. It's desirable because I, I do see a lot of them, which makes me be like, would would it be? Rare? But it's not. It's not that. You can just walk into a dealership and find one without. Yeah, they're still doing dealer markups too, and it's desirable. People want it. I think that's what, the only Japanese car on the market right now, though. What about NSX? But NSX, I feel like, has to go through that same thing I said on the one of the previous episodes. It has yeah, to depreciate first. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like most classic cars, you got to wait for that. There's a period of time where it just drops in value. It's like, that's when no one wants it. And then all of a sudden, everybody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> when it's like 100 grand. I want it now. <laughs> like you were, you were saying that, what, the, there was a S2000 that... Oh, yeah. I was going to bring this in the news segment, but let's talk about it now. So there's this listing on Bring a Trailer that one of my coworkers brought to my attention. I think about a month ago, this car was bidding at $55,000. It's a 985-mile 2009 Honda S2000CR. So the um, rarest version of it. Right, the rarest <laughs> version, which apparently he was saying that these weren't selling when they first came out. Like, nobody wanted this one. It was actually... Oh, my God. Sold for $112,000? A fucking S2000 sold for GT3 money. 985 miles. It might as well be a new car. It's like driving it off the trailer into the dealership a couple times or something. Why did yeah, so? I feel like somebody crazy. who bought this and drove it 985 miles knew why he bought this. Yeah. Like he, he felt... He knew he, something. He knew something. He knew that 15 years from now or whatever it is, he knew it would go up or something. He knew he, This was an investment for this guy. 
I think now if something like this came out, more people would be doing this. But back in the day, I don't think no, this I, guy was on uh, some shit. He's a time traveler. I'm not going to lie to you. Those wheels look like the wheels off the Lexus IS from that generation. These wheels look like Honda Odyssey wheels. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, they look like they, they're wheels from Honda Odyssey. Definitely need some new wheels, though. But then you lose the originality, then your price drops. Right. <laughs> you, you, whoever bought this is not, no, this, he's, it's not starting. He's not starting this thing. Yeah, this is yeah, a museum yeah. piece. Yeah. He's taking care of it for the next person who buys it for like 200 grand or something. Yeah. And who, who also will not be driving it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this shit was silly. Cause like when we, when he first showed it to me, I was like, it was at 55,000. I was like, this is so dumb. Uh, 55,000. I would never pay that much. And then two days later, he showed me again. He's like, hey, it's at 76. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. He's smoking crack and about to pay $76,000 for a Honda S2000. Whatever. And then, like, he showed me when it actually sold for 112. And he was saying that, like, 30 or 30 minutes before the bid ended, it went from, like, 70, 80, 90, 100. Wow. And then it hit 112. Like, it was... I think four people bidding on it, and this guy just outbid everyone every single time. Holy shit! So this is that guy who's like, I don't care what I pay for it, I'm paying for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People like to buy these perfect condition cars. I don't know. Do they buy it? They don't buy it to drive them, right? Hell no. You put another hundred miles on that thing. That thing goes back down to eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. So you're basically just buying it to look at it to keep. Yeah. Like, yeah. To say you have. <laughs> Is it even a flex? Like, I don't even know, dude. Like, what's the pur- you can't, purpose? You can't, you can't bring it outside because then it yeah. might lose value. Yeah. <laughs> Come into my garage and check out my CR. But I'm not, uh, I need to go to work right now. No, 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 no. I want you to come over to my house. <laughs> look, look, I spent a lot of money on this. Please come look at it. <laughs> it's just a Honda S2000. Why do I care? Please notice me. God damn. There was a point in time where S2000s were like, you know, low, like low mileage. You could probably get it for 11K or something like that. You could get high mileage ones for under 10 grand. Yeah, this is a good thing for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Someone sold cars- their CR for 112,000. That means mine could go for, I don't know. A quarter of that, maybe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any, any more classic cars, do you think? Dude, that's the thing. I feel like it's just going to be cars that have manual gearboxes, big displacement engines, because those are going to be dinosaurs in about two years' time. I mean, it's going to be like it's gonna be like what happened to horses. People mm-hmm. just now ride horses for fun. You know, they're, what are they called? Estuarians? No, that's not, that's not the es- word. Es- Equestrians. 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 Yeah. Is it an estuary, a body of water or something? Yeah, I think it's like a. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, equestrian. That one. The second one. Um, I think it's going to be like that. They just do it because they enjoy it. So people who are going to drive around with big displacement engines and manual gearboxes, they just do it because they want to. I mean, we already have. We we are those weirdos that drive around cars yeah. with no purpose. No purpose. So, yeah. Seriously. I'm saying, car guys are the same thing as horse girls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a controversial top or a thing out right now that yeah. just food for thought. We'll think about this later. But the G80 M series future classic, maybe. What if we get surprised in the future? Somehow, are you okay? Are you no, okay, saying, Andrew? I know it's controversial. I are you? Okay, but I'm just saying. <laughs> he might what be if, right, man. He might be what right. If, Why is he right? 
They might it could be a one year run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it might be run for one year, and it might be bought by like two or three people. Exactly. And then well, they'll change it, and then it'll be like the split window Corvette. So no. I I'm part of the the G80. Somehow I'm part of the G80 group on on Facebook, right? And you're gonna people, buy one. no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> he, I'm he, not. That's what he's saying on the surface. I'm not. That's how he looks okay. No, no, yeah, no. Deep down, he's like, forums. how does everyone like shoot me. thinking about getting one in front bumper swapping? <laughs> shoot, shoot me if I think of, if I even say I'm considering buying one. I don't want one. I really don't. The okay, man. I don't. Okay. I swear, dude. <laughs> Bro, but there's like people on there that are like putting up their bill. There's hella people like, oh, I'm putting one bill sheet up. And every time somebody puts a bill sheet up, there's like at least like 25 other people roasting it for buying one. So I don't, <laughs> I don't think so, dude. I think there's more people that hate it than like it. No, we're talking about future classics, though. I swear to God, it there's some be, actually, ugly ass cars actually, nowadays yeah. that are classic cars. Andrew's <laughs> right. It could just be like, look at this shit BMW made, amazing. Like it look, you know, yeah, like yeah, exactly. I, you know, <laughs> exactly. I'll be so sad, dude. I'll be like, damn. I'll be pretty happy because I'll look back at this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I bet you there's gonna be some like just totally normal, boring, everyday cars. That are gonna become classics in the future. Yeah, you know the, you know the, you know the freaking uh, the Volkswagen like mini bus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, back then it probably was just it was a cargo van, probably. Yeah. Now people are like, look at all the windows. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, There's check out the twelve windows. <laughs> nah, dude, twenty four. You could sell it for a hundred. The more windows that has, the more money. It <laughs> is there is there a car on sale like that? That's very like kind of cult following. I don't know. You know, you know. There's like a whole like following of like those classic Dodge vans, right? Those panel vans. Which... Oh yeah. There's a huge like. There's a weird like following of it in like Japan. Like people drift them and like motor swap them. <laughs> Yeah, dude, hell yeah. In the future, dude, Mercedes Sprinter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got me a Sprinter for $2 million. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think everything right. is too mass-produced these days. To, yeah, dude, seriously. For some shit like that to be uh yeah, If you guys have any uh, thoughts on what's going to become a future classic, message it to us. There's probably something that we haven't thought about where we'll be like, ooh. Validate the Yaris GR for me, please help me. No one here likes it. <laughs> it's cool. Okay, break time. <laughs> Alright, it's break time. Uh, as yeah. always, you can check us out at thecurbsidepodcast.com uh, where you'll find links to all our things. And you can support our show at anchor.fm slash thecurbsidepodcast.com slash support. You guys know what it is. Um, and then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, we just hit 400 subs, so yay. What? I saw on the uh, the TikTok comments, someone commented like, oh, you gained yourself a new listener. And then there are like three or four people underneath. They're like, same, same, same. I was like, dude, that's awesome. So thanks, guys. Um, speaking of TikTok, you can follow us on social media. Um, Instagram is at the curbside podcast. Twitter at curbside pod. Facebook at facebook.com slash the curbside podcast. And TikTok at the curbside podcast. Um, Parth has left us to go buy a G80 M3. Uh, so. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, he's on he's on his way to the dealership right now. He Can't says he has family stuff, like that. but that, that that's a, that's a cover, you know. Yeah, their whole family is gonna go buy GADM threes because they love it so much. <laughs> and as always, you can email us at uh, the, the the curbside podcast at gmail.com. And let's get back to the show. Back to the show. Oh, interesting news that kind of, you know, th- this kind of like shows you how different cars are these days, okay? Um, there is a uh, shortage of car parts that is halting mm. production. You know what car parts these are? Mm. There's a shortage of Chevy conductors, otherwise known as basically like computer chips. There's no ECUs. So a lot of companies across North America are being forced to, you know, switch up their um, production schedules because there's not enough computer chips because that's what cars need to run these days, apparently. Uh, So these companies include, based on the car and driver article I'm reading, GM, Ford, Stellantis. You know what Stellantis is? No. (laughs) You, You know the French car companies? Peugeot, Citroen, and whatnot. Yeah, Peugeot. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then and then FCA. Mm-hmm. They combined forces to make an even more massive car conglomerate. Jesus, like <laughs> yeah. Seat and no, no, Seat is part of the VW group, but Dodge, Chrysler, Citroen, uh, Peugeot, Fiat, uh, Maserati are now all under one group called Stellantis. Uh, Toyota, VW, Honda, Nissan, and Subaru have all—they've all had to reschedule production for this this quarter because of all this this computer. So shit everyone. Yep, basically, because everyone except needs... the Korean cars, though. <laughs> probably because they probably because they make a good amount of them, making all like the phones and stuff. Yeah, and, like Samsung and whatnot. But yeah. uh, but in order to get your touchscreens working in your cars and. All that jazz. Uh, well, they need these, and they don't have these. So, oh, is uh, it for the like the display stuff, or is it for like the actual like ECU? It sounds like from everything. Because car driver is here is reporting that like these chips are used to control everything from touchscreens to transmissions. So all the things run mm. on basically computers these days, and we don't have enough of those right now. Let's go back to the days of mechanical everything. Tune your car with a screwdriver. Let's go back to carburetors. <laughs> Let's go back to the days where your cruise control was literally you'd pull like a like a like a lever and it mm-hmm. basically a wire would pull your gas pedal down and lock it in That's place. That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Um well this one kinda I don't know that much about it, I just know that it happened. But this was everywhere and seemed to be the biggest news of Ooh, this week. Yeah. The McLaren Artura. I forgot about this car because McLaren yeah. makes a new car every five seconds. But hey, this one yeah. has a name. Yeah. Not a number. <laughs> um, so that means it's got to be pretty special, right? I mean, they. Do, do, you know the, do you know the specs on this? Like, have you heard anything about it? Uh, I don't. So let's find out. I, I'm going to read. I'm going to tell you, though, because it might sound a bit familiar. It's a plug-in hybrid. Mm. Electric motor. I think, I don't know how, I think one electric motor up front. Mm-hmm. And it has a twin-turbo V6. 
That's the drive. So train. sounds a lot that? like the, the NSX has a twin yeah, turbo V6 <laughs> and a hybrid powertrain. Except I think this one has uh, less less motors. Um, yeah, I think uh, the NSX has two or three. NSX has three motors. I was gonna say NSX, but I didn't know if you were gonna say NSX. But also, when I first saw this, I was like, "This kind of looks like an NSX." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I know it doesn't, but just I don't know. Subtly does. Um, is this supposed to be like an affordable supercar like, from McLaren? It's like two hundred something thousand dollars. So. So yes, <laughs> like, yeah. So mid two hundred grand. Um, it's it's a uh, compared to the NSX because that's the thing that it most reminded me about. I think it has more horsepower. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's definitely lighter because most of it's made out of carbon. It's like a hundred grand more expensive. You know, I'm bored with McLaren. <laughs> me too. Uh, like I may- don't think this car is particularly good looking, minus the fender vents. But other than that, I think it's pretty boring. It was cool when they released their first car, the MP4-12C, because, yeah. you know, it was like, whoa, McLaren hasn't made a car in a while, and oh, they got a new supercar now. And then after that, every five seconds, they made a new car. Yeah, and like, all the, it's all the fucking same interiors. <laughs> it's all, and the exterior's almost exactly the same, too. Yeah. I can't tell which one's which. Uh, other news. Have you ever heard of that company called Aptera? No. They make, like, this goofy goofy looking car right it looks kind of like a fish on the road mm-hmm. uh, i think it looks i think it looks the way it does because of aerodynamics and whatnot it's an electric car the thing uh, the reason why i wanted to talk about this because when i first saw it i thought this was going to be some like ridiculous thing where it was going to cost a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. like yeah this is the future and people are going to buy it and no one was going to buy it mm-hmm. type deal um, so they, they're going to make it. Apparently he's going to have a thousand miles of range, right? Uh-huh. Uh, it starts at $25,000. What the? Which I did not expect <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, that's, that was the thing that like surprised me the most about this car. Cause it looks like some guy's idea of charging way too much money for something that looks dumb. But yeah, exactly. Be... I think maybe that's why it's twenty five thousand dollars. If you spend a hundred thousand dollars on something and you look like a fucking dipshit, <laughs> <laughs> not, no one's gonna buy it. Yeah, but apparently, uh, the company has now gotten four million dollars worth of wow. uh, backing uh, because of more than seven thousand pre orders on this thing. Yeah. Hmm. Well. I want to apologize real quick for calling whoever thought buying this was a good idea was a dipshit, but I want to like kind of give props to Aptera for even doing this because I think finally someone is trying something truly different and new and charging like a super reasonable price for it. So, I mean, I hope this kind of goes off. It would be cool to see something like this on the road. Right? I wanted to hate yeah. this thing a lot. Yeah, just it's of the hard way it to looked. right now. <laughs> yeah, but because of that price point, I was like, you know what? Yeah, why, why not? <laughs> For twenty five grand, you, you yeah, not bad. Yeah, you still look like a like weirdo, but I mean, <laughs> it's also it's pretty cool. Yeah. In other news, <laughs> all new twenty twenty two Mitsubishi Outlander. It's fucking huge. It is massive. Parth brought this up, saying that there was gonna be a new one, and I just kind of dismissed it. But I guess we're talking about it this week because <laughs> yeah. it came out. They're still here. Yeah. Apparently. 
You know what though? I think this this one might sell. It's it not terrible. Work. And Mitsubishi hasn't made a big car in a long time. Yeah. It's following the formula that sells yeah. well these days. A big SUV. And it doesn't look completely dog shit. Yeah, it doesn't look offensively terrible. <laughs> yeah. It kind of looks like a Hyundai Palisade. What the fuck? What just happened, Andrew? I clicked on... Okay, this has pissed me off already. <laughs> I'm on the Mitsubishi Cars website, right? And I go, I scroll down, uh, and then there's like trims. There's options for trims, apparently, here. I click mm. on it, and it takes you to uh, Amazon. Why? You, is Mitsubishi going to be releasing their new car on Amazon? <laughs> it says here on Amazon, the launch edition... Ensures your adventure will have the right soundtrack, story, and Alexa. All Ooh. in your new Outlander. You will receive a six-month free trial of Amazon Music Unlimited individual plan, a complimentary three-month Audible Premium Plus membership, and a complimentary Amazon Echo Auto with purchase of a qualifying Mitsubishi Outlander launch edition. So instead of... Putting something like Alexa as a standard option. <laughs> we'll, give you, <laughs> we'll give you a thing to plug into the dashboard. Sorry I guess. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see if this will rescue Mitsubishi from... They are trying. I think it'll do okay. Their, their sales have honestly, I think, gone up in the last year or two. When was the last time someone has told you, hey, I'm thinking about getting a new Mitsubishi? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I'm starting to see a lot more on the road, so maybe. All right. Well... Uh, that's going to be it for our show for this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for all the new listeners uh, that are here. Um, we appreciate you. As always, if you want to find us, thecurbsidepodcast.com. There you'll find links to all our platforms. You can watch videos there, listen to our podcast there. Uh, you can go to anchor.fm there, slash the curbside podcast, where you'll find links to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, all that stuff. You can also support our show at anchor.fm, slash the curbside podcast, slash support. Uh, again, you can follow us on social media. Instagram is at the curbside podcast. Twitter at curbside pod. Facebook at facebook.com slash the curbside podcast. Follow us on TikTok. The stuff we post on there is like highly debated topics or not highly debated, but it's like debatable topics. So join the conversation there. Uh, troll us if you want, whatever. Call us poor. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then thank you to Kid Dope for the intro and outro of our songs, of our song, of our podcast, Fast Cars and Wild Hearts. <laughs> and as always, my name is Jeff. I am Andrew. Parth is buying a GADM3. Remember, yes, drive safe. <laughs> Life is too short to drive boring cars. Bye. Bye.